Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance. So let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj. And I'm most known for my loud New York personality. Brooklyn, to be specific. And my unfiltered opinions. And most recently, for being your favorite homegirl. Yeah, cause I'm a realtor too. Don't forget that. And the Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that identify as a melanated millennial. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it, cause what's really going on? What is up? Y'all, welcome if you're new, welcome back if you're not to the Melanated Mindset. Let me drop a disclaimer. If you are just listening to the audio version of this episode, I say it every week, but you really need to pull up to YouTube. And I mean it this week because not only do I not have one, but two special guests. I'm also in a very, very special location. So again, another disclaimer, I'm sorry if there's like you hear the creek in the background because yeah, y'all, we outside with it. We is outside with it. So first of all, if you're watching the video version, you can see that we are outside and in nature because if y'all know, y'all know. So my vibe. I kind of had to steal my best friends and bring them out here off the grid so we could just kind of recollect, refresh, recharge, and get our life back together because we, we just kind of need it, right? So you guys have met Kiana on, if you're looking at the screen, she's going to be on your right. And if you don't know who she is, that means you haven't listened to season one, episode nine. So definitely go ahead and do that. You'll get more in-depth intro into who she is, kind of how our friendship started, et cetera, et cetera. And then in the middle, we have my childhood best friend that you guys have never met. And I told y'all, I think like two episodes ago, that I was going to get her on an episode. And here we are. You guys want to like actually introduce yourselves on mic? Go ahead, Rochelle. Oh, well, hi, I'm Rochelle. I'm Godmommy Shell. Um, and how long have you known each other? I've lost count. I want to say the last time I attempted to count, it was like 16 years. We've been friends since we were in sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth. Sixth? Yeah, sixth grade. Mm hmm. And I don't, however you are, however old you're, I don't know how old you're supposed to be in sixth grade. Mm. That's but like since 14. Then. No. Was it like 12? No, it's like 12. It's like a 12, 11. Like I feel like that sounds about right. Right. And now we're 27. So, yeah. She is literally one of my longest standing friends besides Grace. Shout out to you, Grace, if you're listening. Got to get you on an episode two. But yeah, y'all, these are my best friends. These are also Xavion's godmothers. So, it's giving real family fun day today. You're gonna say hi, Kiana. Oh, oh, it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> y'all know me. It's me, your favorite lash tag, Kiana. Um, yep, Godmommy number two, Godmommy Kiki. Um, shoot, I met Tyann first. We met in Hawaii. Military lifestyle brought us together. If y'all watched episode season one, mm -hmm. episode I don't remember what episode nine. nine, nine. You will know the backdrops between our story, but. We've been friends about, what, six years? And then yeah, I think so. we introduced, well, Tyann introduced Rochelle to me, and we clicked. And I don't really click with everybody, but it's my dog. We, 
we don't we here we on a spiritual journey we we out they got us me in the forest y'all in the forest so you know i really love these girls so listen stay tuned for the vlog i don't know if this episode or the vlog is gonna go up but there will be a vlog of this weekend because it's just us three we left the guys we left the kids just three West Indian women out in the forest. Out for in these people's so woods. So definitely make sure you guys stay tuned for the vlog because the vlog is going to be fun. And I guess we could just kind of jump into it. I just wanted to first tell you guys thank you course, for coming out here with me, for being on the pod. This is the first time the three of us have been together, just us three, ever. Yeah. Honestly, since I introduced y'all like years yeah, ago. Yeah. So I think no, it's cool. California. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, but there, there was there was it wasn't like this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is like the first intimate setting we we've all been in at the same oh, time. Oh, gotcha, Charlotte. Oh yeah, Charlotte. No, but then no, um, but, uh, but um, never mind. your other friend was there too. Yeah, um, the one with the locks. Oh, I'm looking at me. I have another friend there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should tell you. But, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think like this. Yeah, yes. this is the first but this time. is the most like intimate. Like, it's just we we are one with nature, and it's us three. Right, so. and I just told them, like, come on, have us. Like, first we were going to get an RV. And then <laughs> I found this place. And when you see the vlog, you'll get a tour of the property. And I just couldn't turn it up. And I'm just like, y'all come to the forest with me. Let's go chill for the weekend. And and this is actually our little Galentine's getaway. It's actually mm -hmm. the weekend after Valentine's Day. So some sisterly love going on. We're not ready yet for, like, full-on camping. But a glamping trip, I am in for. We making it do what it do. So we could start with what is your definitions of the word friendship? So just real quick, what would you, how would you define friendship? For me, it's, I don't know, I don't have male friends. So it's my, my girlfriends and they're like a sisterhood. It's like a bond that I didn't grow up with sisters. So I don't know what it's like for that. But I feel like for my friendship is that's what I would consider a sisterhood. Like these are girls that. They care about my well-being. Women, excuse me, not girls. We are women. They care about my well-being. Thirty. They care about my well-being. Care about what happens to me and who, you know, want to successfully or physically, emotionally attached with me and give me the best of themselves for me. Like it's a beneficial. It's a relationship. That's what it is. Friendships mm -hmm. are relationships. One hundred percent agree. To say it like that, relationship. Yep. Sure. What about you? It's my soulmates. Period. And if my soulmates. and what's crazy is y'all, they don't even know what I titled this episode. So if you clicked on this episode, then you can already see that I titled it Soul Sisters. Oh, oh wow. That's and wow. I promise y'all she even had know. no that idea what she said that just now. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Wow. But yeah. I think Yeah, I think my definition of friendship would be people that authentically accept you for who you are people that you feel you could be a genuine genuine self with and people that can help you elevate to the next phase of your life but you also help them whatever that may be whether that be spiritually emotionally financially whatever like I just feel like your friends are honestly supposed to be like a stepping stone they're supposed to put a a stone in front of you to help you get further and then you reach back and you pull one forward and y'all just supposed to kind of like keep going so you guys just kind of like pull yourselves up. The actual 
Go ahead. I just feel like it's never really a competition. Right. Friendship should never feel like a competition. Agreed, 100%. The actual Webster definition for friendship is a state of mutual trust and support. So tried, tribe, if you're listening or watching, what is your definition of friendship? Make sure you either leave it in the comments or, you know, just have a chit-chat with your girlfriends or whoever you're listening to this with. Now y'all know, before we get into anything, before we get into the Fendi fact, the complaints or the highlights or whatever, listen, y'all know I'm never going to miss the opportunity for a shameless plug. So if you are an OG part of the tribe, or if you would like to be, because I would love to have you, make sure that you're following me on all social media sites so you can keep up with me, kind of, sort of, in real time, so to speak. So make sure you follow me on Instagram at tyann.watson and then on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at tyannwatson with no dot in between. And shameless plug, ladies, go ahead, drop your Instagram. I'm going to put it on the screen, too, if you're watching the video version. But if you're listening to the audio version, you can find my besties at... Instagram and Twitter, M-Z-F-I-T-Z underscore child. Um, for me, um, Facebook, let's start with all social medias. <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> Kiana Gale. Kiana Gale. Um, Gale spelled G-A-Y-L-E. Let's get into Instagram. So my lash business is Lashed Out by Key. Period. Um, and then going into my other Instagram, which is my personal and my TikTok will be unapologetic underscore Kiana. K-Y-A, two N's, A. Unapologetic underscore Kiana. Period. So, y'all know how we like to start. Complaint and highlight of the week. I'm going to go really quickly. So, my complaint of the week is that we haven't done this, something like this, in mad long. Like, I feel like there was one time where we was all busting and moving and like we was going from one place to the next. Now I blink and it's been like a year since we've been on a trip or did anything. And this is just like a little weekend getaway. So definitely that's my complaint. My highlight of the week is definitely just going to be able to being able to just get away for the weekend, kind of nurture myself, like be one with nature and kind of just nurture the friendships that I have with you guys. What about y'all? That was a really good one. Period. Um, Thank you. She just threw this at us, so now we over here, like, trying to, like, oh, wait a minute. Um, my complaint, I'm going to have to piggyback off Tyanne, not doing this. We took too long to do this, and I felt like we, our souls needed this because it felt like when we got here, it was just, like, everything else could wait. The world could be ending, and it could wait till tomorrow. That's how it felt getting out here. My highlight, my highlight is being out here with people that care about me. Um, Big facts. And my well well being, my mental, like I said, mental, physical, emotional, they want to see me do great. And that is my highlight to know that there's people other than my spouse and, of course, family that generally care about me. Aww. <laughs> yeah. My complaint of the week is that these people at my job won't leave me alone. <laughs> and I want them to real bad but other than that it's a good week because i'm here with y'all so that's my highlight love it and we get to do this yeah yeah love it 
All right, y'all, we moving right along. I'm trying to hurry up and get the beginning stuff out the way so we can jump into the flow because I feel like that's where it's going to take up most of the time. So I got a quick Fendi fact. I'm not going to read as much of the Fendi fact as I normally do because I want to actually give more time to the actual flow of the episode. So today's Fendi fact of the day, it's an excerpt from a forum written by a couple that they didn't list their last names, just Jalil and Nicole on medium.com. And the article is titled, Four Signs That You Have a Positive, Low-Maintenance Friendship. So I'm going to just really quickly run y'all through what those are. So the first one is that unrealistic expectations don't dictate your relationship. It's nice to have a friend you can call or talk to every single day, but friendships like that usually come with a lot of unrealistic expectations. When you don't deliver on them, all hell breaks loose. Number two, You pick up right where you left off. Ever heard of the saying, time flies when you're having fun? Well, that's what it's like when you catch up with a low-maintenance friend. Number three, you're able to be yourself around them. You love that you can be comfortable around them and vice versa. And number four, you're each other's support system. And that says low-maintenance friendships are supportive. You don't have to necessarily like how they spend their time, but you're glad they have something they're passionate about. Similarly, they aren't on your wavelength or on your back all the time about what you have going on, but they're delighted that you have someone who is. Now, before we officially jump into the flow, yeah, I know I got a call to action for you. And if you, yes, you listening or you watching would like to join this conversation or any other of my melanated mindset conversations in real time, quote unquote, because I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Make sure you pull up to me on the YouTube channel or if you're watching this, make sure you give this video a big thumbs up because your girls is filming a podcast in the middle of the forest. Okay, y'all have no idea what it took to get this to this all right but we're doing it so i need a big thumbs up for that if you're not already subscribed go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you can officially become part of the drive and comment down below what's your definition of friendship or do you think you found your soul sisters if you're a woman listening or watching to this okay we gotta we're gonna refer style. back to the definition like I've been doing all season, and that was for the word of friendship. And remember, it is defined as a state of mutual trust and support. So, ladies, I guess I'll I'll kind of like say who each question is for, just so it'll go a little bit quicker. So, Kiana, have you heard of the terms low and high maintenance friendships before? Yes, I have. When did you hear, like, like, when or where did you hear about it? A podcast, another podcast that heard about it. We love the power. We love a good podcast, especially that's speaking life into you. Um, Agreed. But that's when I heard about it and literally thought about my friendships in general, if they were low or high maintenance. And my good friends, my my soul sisters, low maintenance. I, I don't have to, when I say low maintenance for me, low maintenance means I don't have to give so much of me you know what i mean to make, I feel like to make it work we can go days we can go months years without seeing each other and not even saying years but like time can go by and we once we meet up back together it's like they never miss 100 percent agree show which one do you think you are high maintenance or low maintenance and why mm, i never thought of that hmm like, are you, do you think you're the high maintenance or the low maintenance friend? That is a good Generally question. Because I know it could be different for each of your friend groups. But overall, do you think you're a high maintenance or low maintenance friend? I think I'm the low maintenance friend. 
Why? What made you say that? I just feel like I just want to be here for everybody, mm -hmm. but I don't. Yeah, I don't require much, you know. Agreed. Um, mm -hmm. I'm here when you need me. I'm just available. Yeah. And yeah, definitely it's true. Not in my time. It's just in your time whenever you want it. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely agreed. A hundred percent. You're definitely low maintenance because I feel like. If you weren't, we would have the 16 years be a long time. Let me just tell you. So, Kiana, how can you tell which friend is which? How can you tell a high maintenance friend from a low maintenance friend? Um, how much like how much you need of me? And when I say need of me, how much energy I really have to give you? When I say energy, you know that we know that's the most expensive oh, form of currency. You, you can't get it back. And the fact that I have to give you for my high maintenance friends. If I have to give you that much energy, like when I tell you everything, like you need me by your side, like your two by five everywhere you go, you need my opinion, you need you need every like I said, all of my energy. You are high maintenance. My low maintenance friends, they're giving me energy back. They're trying to fill my cup back up, not take from my cup. Agree. I guess we'll just go back and forth. So show which ones have you had the most problems with in the past? other low maintenance friends because you said you think you're a low maintenance friend so have you had issues with other low maintenance friends or high maintenance friends or which one have you had the most trouble with in the past definitely i'm gonna say high maintenance why'd you say that one high maintenance because <laughs> how do you word it hmm you really because I I asked that because all right as a low maintenance friend you would think you know how they'd be like yin and yang yeah. opposites attract so I'm wondering as a low maintenance friend is it an issue if your other low maintenance friend like maybe all right you don't require much but they're also like they don't require much and they're not giving much so it's like what kind of friendship we really got going you get what I'm saying that was why I asked damn. Because if I don't need much and you don't need much and I don't give much and you don't give much, I, I can, see, no point. I can I see how that friendship would eventually just kind of like dry out naturally. I wonder if that's when like people just kind of like, there's, there's no thing that happened that separate them, but they kind of just gravitate apart. Because I feel, I feel like you always need the, the balance. That's true. That's true. That's true. I definitely agree that all, uh, I think all friendships need balance for sure, meaning that everyone has to take turns carrying the weight. So that's what I mean in that scenario. So if you're a low maintenance friend and you have a high maintenance friend, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't require much, but I could appreciate when my high maintenance friend realizes the one day or so where I do need a little bit more love and attention that day so i can definitely appreciate when my high or low maintenance whatever's the opposite of yourself when they step in and give me that extra or don't give me that extra whatever i may need that day and i think it's also important to meet your friends where they are not where you are so like if i'm a main low maintenance friend i can't expect all my other friends to be low maintenance because then i feel like you'll never have genuine friendships because that's me expecting you to be the friend that i am and i think that's one of the biggest problems i personally had making friends with other people is i always expect me from everyone else mm -hmm. and you know they say you're not supposed to do that because it just leaves you to be disappointed so kiana what is your friendship flaw 
Mine? Yes. My friendship flaw. Who? I have two. Oh, very honest. I have two. I have two. Um, I, I listen. When I say I listen, I do listen. I just feel like I'm very opinionated, so I I can over talk. See what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Like I'm listening to you, but I also sometimes you, I've learned sometimes my opinion sometimes doesn't need to be needed right then that in that moment or me to say something is more just of me just taking the time and actually fully listening to what you have to say before you know same I had that conversation with my therapist and she was telling me like based on just the three sessions I told you guys that I started therapy I promise I got a whole episode about the things I've learned in therapy coming I promise it probably honestly will be the one after this one but she was just talking like after three sessions she was like I can see that your frustration usually lies in when you give unsolicited advice like you're just the person that goes out of your way to give people advice but you can't be mad when people don't take your advice if they never ask for it. And sometimes people don't need it because then you just get frustrated when your friends don't take your advice or when anybody doesn't take your advice. When you're like, damn, I'm just trying to help. But to them, some people, she she just broke it down in a way where she was like, some people don't want advice. They just want to vent. Like some people don't want to change their situation. They just want to complain about it. And they just want somebody that'll listen. So sometimes you can't give them advice. You just literally got to shut up and listen. True. I agree with that. I literally, I feel like that's something... You're not really listening. Sometimes you just, like you just said, sometimes they just want you to listen. Even with whatever the case may be, they just wanted you to listen. Even if it's for, just for them to hear themselves say it out loud and have somebody just kind of like shake their head, nod their head, or like, mm-hmm, girl, yeah, me too, or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you, that's what they need. And I think that's where my have, where I don't know, sometimes I don't know when, which is which. And the, the one thing she told me, the easiest way to try to not give unsolicited advice is don't give any they didn't ask for. If nobody asked your opinion, try not to give it. And she was like, and watch, watch. You'll be able to tell who actually is trying to maybe fix their problems and who's just talking about their problems. Because if somebody wants you to help them figure something out, you'll be able to tell versus if somebody just wants you to hear them complain about this. She was like, it's a perfect example. The friends, this is literally the therapist uh, example. She was like, the friends you have that complain about the same things over and over again and do nothing to change it. They don't want a, they don't want a solution. They just want you to hear them complain. They just want a shoulder to cry on. Doesn't mean they're going to go home and do anything to not have to come cry on your shoulder tomorrow. And it's just understanding which friends those are so you can put them in the right category. So like you said, you're not wasting your energy. Or you just don't feel like you're... you're overwhelmed agreed because i think it's very i don't think a lot of people talk about how overstimulating friendships can be sometimes like when you just have a friend that maybe like i feel like we've all had a friend where like every day is something like and then i get it life is hard but baby i need you on my phone with some positivity sometimes it can't always be a boo me or what was me because that's draining to me as the friend and I know some people will think that, like, damn, you're, well, you're supposed to listen to your friends. Like, of course. But I feel like the same way you can call me to cry or vent or do whatever. Like, call me when you got good news. Call me when you're having a good day. Like, I want to hear upbeat energy, too. Maybe I might need that en- some of that energy today. When do you, like, protect your peace at that? Exactly. Or protect your people, energy. Then you just become an emotional graveyard for people where they just come dump their stuff and, like, oh, I feel better. Talk to you later, girl. And you just be like... And now you're left with it. Yeah. And now I'm Whatever. stressed out about your situation that you don't seem to be stressed out about. And now I'm just here day ruined and you going about your day and going to call me in a couple of days complaining about the same shit all over again. Like. And then my second one 
is I feel like I'm that friend that I, oh, I, I'm a pusher, if that makes sense. Like, I'm a pusher. Like You're a pusher, Katie. You're a I'm pusher. a pusher. I'm a pusher. <laughs> like, I'm going to nag you. If you know, you know. I'm, I'm going to nag you. I'm going to nag you. If you say you're going to do something, like you say you keep complaining about something, like work. You're complaining about it. I, I let you say it a couple times. All right. Now what? You keep complaining about it. Now what? You keep complaining about it. Now what? Well, did you apply for new ones? Have you updated your resume? But, but see, that's what my therapist told me to stop doing. Because that if that some people just want to complain about their job, they don't. They have no intention of putting in the legwork to go find another one. I think that's where my. I, I think maybe my one and two actually go hand in hand. One hundred percent. True. So, uh, Shell, how do you know when it's time to let go of a friendship? Whew. That is ooh. when you don't care to hear from that person. Where it's like, oh, I haven't heard from you, but yeah, that's okay. I can see when that. it's mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's just dead. Energetically, it's just dead. Dead, dead, like. No, no spark. Nothing's yeah. there. There's nothing there. You're not growing me. I'm not growing you. And it's just like the cycle of, okay, why are you here? Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like, I wish you well. I wish you light, but. Bye. Over there and not near me. So, Kiana, how do you know when a friendship is worth fighting for? Oh, wow. That is a really good question. Um, I think you go based off of certain things of what your friendship's about. Like, let's say your first argument, because you go through, you go, it's like a relationship. You go through those phases. Mm-hmm. And, um, Worth fighting? That is a really good question. Like, I'm really stumped on that one. I feel like I've had some friendships I had to let go. So I that question, I could I could got that one. But fight for? Um, I think it's your history. Mm-hmm. It goes back to history. Like, is this something that... This, is this a friend that, you know what, she's been there, we've rocked it. Maybe this could have been a bad day. Or maybe this is just, we, we just, well, that day we just was not connecting. Do I just let it go because, like, everybody else, I... They, they, once they did that to me, go about their business. Or is it more like a, you know what, we have history history together. Am I willing to throw away 16 years or can I kind of take a step back and look at why I'm upset or why she's upset and put yourself in somebody else's shoes? And if you could do that and see, you know, like this, either this is stupid or, you know what, this is maybe could be miscommunication. Why not try to save it? Agreed. 100%. And I also feel like when it feels like family, mm-hmm. when it feels like you're letting go of family, mm-hmm. then it's like, you know, yeah, this is a relationship that yeah. I need to, I need to fix, foster, grow, whatever it takes, try to repair it. it when yeah. it feels like that, because mm-hmm. boy, you know, when a friend's a friend, it's like, eh, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really care. But when that feels like family, it's like we're oh, breaking hell up, no. like breaking up, we're breaking up a bad breakup, we're breaking up a home, we're breaking up a happy home. <laughs> I think it's time to, I, I think you know when a friendship is worth fighting for when like you say Kiana you take the time to have empathy for that person but you like I said you meet that person where they are not where you want them to be so are you putting unrealistic expectations on this person in this moment are you only thinking about yourself or are you thinking about 
the whole. Sometimes I feel like you have to be more selfless than selfish for friendships to work. So if I'm all about you and what you need, yes, there needs to be some of that left for myself. But then if you're all about what I need and what will help me, then we're equally yoked in that sense. So it's like, okay, I know this is a relationship worth fighting for because I know if I'm a good friend or I've been listening, I know that you have this, 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 and this on your plate. And that today may have just been the, the hay that broke the camel's back. And it's like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Let's get to the bottom of this on another day. Like, okay, I know that that's out of character for so-and-so. I know so-and-so's under a lot of stress. So I'll give them a pass. Granted, I do think there needs to be limitations and boundaries. So people aren't just obviously walking over you and being shitty friends. But definitely when... You can take a step back, and like you said, put yourself in that person's shoes. Like, okay, what do you got going that got going on that has us missing that mark? Like, what's not where it's supposed to be? So, what advice do you have for women, specifically Black women, struggling with making friends as an adult? Because baby, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Hmm. And I think it's even harder as an entrepreneur because. Think about it. As adults, where do you meet most of your friends? At At work. work. So when you work for yourself, unless you have, like, a client-based businesses, which we both do, but until they're, like, your client list is dumb long, you're only seeing the same people every so often. So then as an adult, where do you make make friends? Where do you meet people? You just got to come out your comfort zone, honestly. Mm. Go to places you don't have no business going to socialize with people you don't have no business socializing mm-hmm. with because that's normally where you meet people and mm-hmm. like the most randomest people and you just quit and this is coming from the solo traveler of the group mm-hmm. so like, she's yeah. she's not just saying that she practices she what she preaches she, she will get her heart. ass up and go any goddamn where and go meet anybody and talk to anybody so and it has worked for her in the 16 years I've known her. <laughs> I'm going to catch a flight always. Period. So just be uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable with yourself. You'll be uncomfortable in a different environment. And then that will force you to address some things. Like, okay, mm-hmm. how am I meeting this person? Why am I meeting this person? You know? Mm-hmm. Go with the vibes. you figure it out. So, Kiana, what has the past few years of adulthood taught you about friends? And friendship. Ooh. I wrote some good questions, y'all, didn't I? Yes, Jesus. you did. What? I only have one quote from Deja. <laughs> that I, these past few years making friends, quality, quality over quantity. quantity. Period. That is, it. that is the answer. There's nothing else. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> And I used to be one of those girls, like, I just want, like, y'all know when y'all see the weddings where the girls got, like, 12 bridesmaids, 12 groomsmen. I, like, I just want a gang of friends. I want, I just always used to say I want my Why Did I Get Married click, where it's, like, five good, five or six of us, five, six of the guys, and we just do everything together as a big old group of 12. Get the kids together and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're watching the video version. Family reunion. Hey. That's what it's giving. You see this vibe? This could be family time. Why y'all didn't tell me that that's just movie shit? Why y'all didn't tell me that's just movie shit? Speak on it. Okay. (laughs) Forget trying to get that many black people together and be on good terms and travel. Come on. And get it all together. The Airbnb, airport or tickets, um, cars, pick a restaurant. Nobody told me that was a fairy tale. 
And that, that's the biggest scam of adulthood. I could tell you that much. Definitely quality over quantity. Because even if you got just one good friend, that is better than a gang of ten bad one. Because, listen, I know they say one bad apple don't spoil a bunch, but sometimes... It be poisoning it. Some people are energetic vampires and will leech you of everything. Some people lose everything behind friends, okay? Quote-unquote friends. So quality over quantity, 100% when it comes to friends. So, who was that? That was for Kiana. So, show. how do you differentiate between friends and your soul tribe? Ooh. Ooh. I know, y'all. I know. I did Jesus. that. Wow. And she, when I tell you she gave us. Oh, no yeah, y'all. I ain't, read, I ain't let them see none of these questions, none of that. They knew we was going to film a podcast episode. They had no idea what it was going to be. <laughs> I'm getting good at this, y'all. Oh, my God. Oh, wait till the last question. And it's for both. And then the last question is next. We're wrapping up pretty quickly. Okay. So, the friendship between your friends and your soul tribe. But first, can you define your definition of a soul tribe for those who don't know what that is? You want me to go there? All right. Well, give it to them in like water the, down version. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. It's the okay. So my definition of a soul tribe is people that you get energetically you click with, you, like culturally you click with, mm-hmm. morally you click with, emotionally you click with, like dumb mm-hmm. people in any settings, any way, unexpected, y'all could meet together and y'all just click, 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 click. Mm-hmm. That's your soul tribe. That's people that's like, yeah. We, we know, know each other from somewhere. Exactly. Our past life. Yeah. This ain't the first time our souls have met. We were supposed to meet because we just keep rounding up in these lifetimes. Like, hey, look who I done finally ran in. Hey, girl. It's been a you minute, but we, we had to you see? full circle. So that's your soul. You just, mm-hmm. on every aspect, you click. There's like, the. it doesn't take much to maintain it. Those are low-maintenance friends. low-maintenance friends. And at any point, y'all just meet each other again mm-hmm. and again and again. I feel like you, your, soul your soul tribe is when you never miss the mark. Yeah. At all. At all. Now, y'all be having the most, haven't seen or heard from each other in a no. while. Start talking and, whew, hold on. Am I talking to myself right Right, now? right. Why you didn't, we, you didn't skip really a beat. We didn't skip a beat. A whole hour we done basically told what caught you up. And you just know because you feel in your spirit like, I knew you was good. I know, right. I knew and I think that's crazy because I feel like the way that both of my friendships started with y'all, like, they just started. Like, with Shell, we became friends because she just popped up at my house one day randomly, like, to ask for homework. I lived around the corner from her at the time. And she literally came knocking, like, yo, you got the homework? And I'm like, first of all, how you know where I live? <laughs> Number two, shit, do I? Like, I don't know. And we literally been stuck like glue ever since. Like, that was it. Mind you, I had, this was like, I was the new kid in school, too. So like I had got I transferred in the middle of the year and like I ain't know nobody so I was just like, Oh, okay. I mean I, I guess I got the homework, like next day of school, like, oh, what up? Been here ever since. Bus buddies with Kiana literally we was at that house party and then it was just like, Okay, I seen you somewhere. Didn't I just see you at the mall? <laughs> and the next thing you know, we cause at first I wasn't quite sure. We we had a location difference like you know like you're from i if you saw all the other episodes up north 
down south. And we, I, it took me a minute, not even a minute. I think what really brought us together that was definitely. was judging. I was judging. She was, I was judging. judging. I was being a little nice judgy. Girl. I was trying to be nice about it. She thought I was a typical girl from New York. Yeah. Which I am. But when she said she was West Indian, I was like, oh, okay, look, my nigga right here. We just, that's my girl. That was, that was the, that was the key. That was the last infinity stone. And we literally have been locked in ever since. Literally, we went on a trip with our husbands to Vegas, like a two, not even that. I was gonna say, I don't even think, yeah, like a month later, we was all on planes to go to Vegas for a whole week. And our husbands literally became friends and... Yeah, her husband's actually Xavier's godfather. So that those three make up his godparents. So that should tell y'all how these friendships just snowballed into soul sisters, honestly, for real. The rest is history and how it's come, here we are now. In these people forest. <laughs> so the last question is for both of y'all. So it doesn't matter who wants to go first. <laughs> so how has your spiritual journey, because all three of us are kind of on our own spiritual journeys and in different parts of our spiritual journey. Oh, we're going there. We're going, we're in the goddamn forest. We're going there. Right. We're, if you're watching the video version. We're going there. Why Why else are we out in the middle of the forest? You see how she do us? <laughs> anyway, so how has your spiritual journey affected your friendships or how you make, how you will make friends in the future? So let me run at it back because I did a terrible job reading that. How has your spiritual journey affected your friendships or how you will make friends in the future? Now that you're on these spiritual journeys, how is it one? That's two part question. So, how has it affected your current friendships or past? If you had to let a couple of niggas go, and two, how did it? How is it affecting how you will make friends in the future? Okay, so how has it affected my current friends right now, or anybody, anybody that had to get the boot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right now, it just kind of confirmed like this is my friends. This is my soul tribe, because as they understand the spiritual journey that I'm going on. They don't judge me for it. No. They hold space with me for it to just flow, whatever, flow, whatever, flow. And at the same time, I feel like me helping myself is helping them, is helping mm-hmm. me, is helping all of us. Collective. Because Shell is the shaman of the group. She is the first one that went on the spiritual journey. So, yes, that's what it's given. Yeah. And it's like, because, you know... The easiest thing to accept is that the culture that we're from, it doesn't mm. it doesn't breed this. No. Like, oh, you need to go mm. on trips and vacation yep. to go find yourself in the jungle somewhere. Yep. Our oh. culture did like no. what? what? Yep. Okay. Survive. Immigrant hustle culture on top exactly. of that. So parents who feel like if you're not working, somebody gonna come and take whatever you have and they're gonna put you on a boat back to where you came from. You gotta work you gotta work to stay here. You gotta break your back to, to prove you deserve to stay here. On this here land that just grows and is just here for everybody. So once they can hold space for you, any space at all, that's it. So how do you think being on a spiritual journey is gonna affect the way that you make friends in the future? I'm just going to know who, like, I, I'm going to know easier who's mm-hmm. friends, who's associate, who's, yeah, this how to is categorize them better. I'm, I'm going to know how to categorize y'all because mm-hmm. I, baby, I was about to say, when I say my energy meter is too sensitive from you walk through the door, mm, come on, y'all, let's go. <laughs>
I don't like how you came in. I ain't at the point where I can see the auras, but I could damn sure feel them. And if it ain't right here, where yep. I feel good, I feel safe. safe. Yeah. I feel like yes. this is my this is my people. I want it. Nope. Yeah, I could keep it. I'm good with it. So, Kiana. Um, can you ask the question again? How has your spiritual journey affected your friendships and or past friendships? And how will it affect how you make friends in the future? Um, so I have, it's especially been for a year. I feel like I've been purging friends throughout these mm, years. That P word ain't no um, joke. And um, the ones that are here, here, literally physically here in this video. And oh, yeah, I might have to put a little something yeah. on there. Yeah, y'all gonna wrap it up uh, in the wind, getting a little. Picking up a little bit, but um, the friends that are here, and then one more, Deja, can't leave my dog out. Um, but the ones here, these are solid. Like I, these are solid, loyal girls. Excuse me, women that we collectively, they're my village. So that's all I can say really about that. The ones that recently I had to let go, um, they weren't respecting my energy and were respecting how I'm changing and evolving. They want me to stay the same, and I'm not staying stagnant anymore. Um, for anyone. So um, that's what I had to do for basically purging for my friendships and who's here is here mm -hmm. um what was the other part part two how how has being on a spiritual journey how is it going to affect how you make friends in the future i one will not be calling everybody a friend because i feel like you're speaking that energy um or the attachment to someone you gotta earn that title I yeah know. i feel like especially for me i have an attachment one of my things is attachment mm -hmm. and um when I call you a friend, I, I will give you the shirt off my back if I call you a friend. But I also, the reason why I purged is because people weren't listening to me when I tell them, I'm that friend I used to give. I want it back now. Period. I want it back. I'm coming so, to collect. I'm coming to collect. And if you can't give me my what my debt back. Bitch better have my energy. <laughs> yeah. Run it back. And if you don't have that it's for it's me, it's I'm also, so making friends now, mm -hmm. if I tell you something and I ask, or and I tell you, I let you know how I am. How I'm going to show you exactly, you can't, so you don't have to read my mind, you, whatever the case may be. I'm going to show you what I want. This is to show you what type of friendship I want. And I'm going to also let you know now that I want it back. And you do with that information for yourself. And whatever you do, I'm going to feel that out and see what you do. Show me by your actions. And by your actions, tells me how to categorize you. Mm. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Period. We moving right along, y'all. So we are in our familiar place. I know y'all probably wanted this episode to be a little bit longer, but y'all, we is not finna catch pneumonia out here messing with y'all. The sun is getting, it's getting a little cold now. And it's, it's a little, right, time to go warm up real quick and actually be present in the moment and enjoy the rest of our trip. We It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so we still got the rest of the day to just vibe. And although we love kicking in with y'all, you know, it's almost that time. Got you ain't got to go home. But, uh, <laughs> you ain't got to. So, right. Okay, we are at our familiar place, which is our word of the week. Mm -hmm. So, y'all got 10 seconds to think of a word. Anyway, here goes my word. So, my word of the week is going to be sisterhood. Because I feel like every woman, especially heavy on the black woman. Every black woman, every woman in parentheses, but especially black woman, deserves to find her soul sisters. Because it will make the ultimate difference in your experience here in this physical world because the, you know the saying they say if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together yep. 
And I feel like every woman deserves to find their soul sisters so you could go as far as your heart desires and you can carry your soul tribe as far as their heart desires. Who's next? Give me a word and, and why. Uh, my word is clarity. Mm, I don't think I've used that one at all, so that's a good one. Um, this weekend, or even just being in this moment, has definitely, us just going through these questions and stuff, it clarified a lot of things. It clarified a lot of questions that I had. Um, I still ask myself, but it also gave me an idea that I could be in a safe space with people. Gave me that clarity that I don't have to worry about when I'm around my friend, my soul sisters, I can let my guard down. So I'm just, that's my word is clarity that I'm open now. Open mm. to things that I wasn't before. Oh my God. What's my word of the week? Mm. My word of the week is grateful. Oh. I'm grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for this friendship. I'm grateful but that despite all we have to go through, we're here. Yes. We're here. We made it. We made it. We're here. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Because we wouldn't be here without all that. So. Yeah. And I'm grateful for them. Aww. That's who I'm grateful for. Yeah, and on that note honestly y'all i think we said all that needs to be said until next time don't forget to follow my besties on instagram their instagram is on the screen you're watching the video version and if you're not you need to go watch the video version so you can catch these nature vibes in real time again i'm sorry if the creek was loud and the wind was blowing but y'all we out here okay we outside outside and on that note peace y'all peace love and hair grease Period. Period. And get your lashes. Bye, Key. <laughs> and on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for kicking it with me and chopping it up with me. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love and the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time, make sure that you're following me across all social media platforms at Tyann Watson. But more specifically, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Tyann.Watson because that's where I'll post all of the polls, all of the questions and conversation starters. That's also where you guys can expect to see sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. We on a new season and we on a new level. This is going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see you, yeah you, same time, same place next week for another Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until next time, peace y'all.